Hey guys, quick disclaimer before we get into this episode, um, the Wi-Fi cut out mid-conversation over Zoom, um, so if it sounds different, that's why, um, yeah, so sorry about that, hopefully it's going to go smoothly in the next episode, but if it does sound different, that's exactly why, and I just wanted to let you guys know so you're not like, what the hell, anyway, enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome to Let Me Talk Podcast, Season 2, Episode 42. Today's guest, Susie Hines, is an actor, costume designer, graphic designer, and an all-rounder when it comes to the arts. In today's episode, we talk about her journey so far and how she packed up her life in Australia and moved to Los Angeles. Without giving anything else away, let's get into this episode. Hey Suze, thank you so much for coming on Let Me Talk Podcast today. So excited to have you here. Oh, thanks for having me, Zoe. How have you been? How's everything? Uh, real good. Yeah, no, everything's sort of um, cruising along really well and I'm excited about things coming up and um, I, you know, just had a couple of little hiccups with my health, but now I'm back on track again and, yeah, looking forward to advancing forward. Beautiful, beautiful. So we start the podcast with a rapid fire. Um, so you into that? Are you ready to... Get your rapid fire on. I'll do my best, Zoe. I'll do my best. <laughs> awesome. So the first one is um, what actor inspires you the most? I would say Meryl Streep. Yeah. I've yeah. grown up with her. I've watched her a lot over the years and I just feel like she has a way of telling a story in so many different ways. But it's just inspired, yes. Yeah, she's great. I think every character she does, it's like she just like slips into it so easily. Maybe probably not easy for her to like to um, work with the characters, but like it just looks so easy. She makes it look so easy. Yeah, yeah. She she has a great process. Yes, 100%. The next one is TV or film, and that can be, I guess, what you prefer to watch. Ah, uh, gee, uh, probably TV. Yeah, nice. What TV? Are, are you watching anything currently or just? Uh, in the middle, I'm what? At the middle. Oh, yeah, I'll say that again, Zoe. At the moment, I'm in the middle of, um, oh, what is, oh, Oh, I can't, can't remember the name. Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So um, we're halfway through watching that and then we just had to put it aside for a moment, though I'm really excited to get back into watching that. Yeah, beautiful. And um, the next one is uh, in indie or blockbuster? Oh, oh, they both have great characteristics. Mm. Uh, I would say probably indie because it's a yeah. little bit more grungy and more telling of a story. Yeah. Yeah, more free. I feel like they have more like um, less rules they have to go follow and yeah, it's a lo- yeah. I don't know. I just I appreciate a good indie film as well. Yeah. And the last one is um, when are you most inspired? Ooh. I can get inspired by anything, Zoe. You put put me into Pinterest and I get inspired. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm around the right people and I'm with my tribe, yeah, I 
be inspired every day of the week. Yeah, I love that. So anything and anything, everything and anything can expi- can inspire you. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, um, so tell me, tell me how your journey started in acting, graphic design, all things creative. Like, when did you kind of decide, hey, like, I want to, I want to give this acting entertainment industry a shot. <laughs> Well, actually, uh, the acting sort of was thrown in my lap. Yes. I guess I've had a a long career in the arts industry in many different levels and forms. Yeah. And I was made redundant from my job in 2016. And it was like, okay, what do I do with my life now? It's like, I have no idea. So what were you doing? I, what were you doing before? Like, what was the job that you were made redundant in? I was the graphic designer and coordinator for pre-press in at Fair, Fairfax Media. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, nice. I had a corporate job. Yeah. So I was still doing my graphics and mm-hmm. doing um, layouts for pre-press. Yeah. Though it was more corporate yeah. style of. Um, though I, I also had two other jobs at the same time as well as that one. Yeah. And I was also finishing off my degree in fashion, in um, graphic design as well. So I was working pretty well flat out. Yeah. The yeah. creative side was my photography business. I had a photography business as well at the same time, mm-hmm. um, which I was a theatre photographer. Yeah. Which I had about five different companies that I would cover and do all their promotional work. So even though I was in the corporate section, I also had my creative outlook in, in my own business as well. Yeah, nice, nice. So when I did lose my job, yeah, I decided to sell up my house and move. <laughs> oh wow. Wait, move to Melbourne? Uh no, I moved back to Hobart. So I oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I was living in Launceston at the time and I just, when I was made redundant, I went, okay, what am I living in Launceston for? Let's go. Mm. So I sold my house, moved back to family in Hobart for a while just to see how I felt about staying in Tasmania. Mm-hmm. And a year later I lost someone very dear to me who I had taken care of for the, the 12 months I'd moved back to Hobart for. Yeah. And so then when I'd lost my my auntie, I decided then I was going to leave Tasmania for good. So yeah, wow. I got on a boat with my car and I took <laughs> I had no idea where I was going or where I was staying. It was I was just totally trusting the universe on this one. And I ended up in Brisbane. And oh, for some reason how came up on my Facebook one day. And I thought, hmm, Tafta, Tafta came up on your Facebook. Uh, uh, how? Christy how? how? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I decided, yeah, extra work would be a bit of fun. Mm. So I contacted Christy and within the week of moving to Brisbane, I already I had a manager uh, in Christy. I'd had a place to stay in Brisbane and Christy had encouraged me to take up acting. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I started acting. It was all through the lovely Christy Howe who encouraged me to 
take some classes at TAFTA, and which I did. I oh, applied, wow. applied for the six-month program and I got in. Mm. So Brisbane, I moved back to Melbourne. <laughs> so you've gone all over Australia. How is Absolutely. How is, <laughs> wait, what year did you do the, twin, the full-time course? I did. I started acting in 2018. Oh, okay, so nice. Before I moved this, when I uh, when I got Christy as my manager, that was in February. The course didn't start till June, so I did a lot of courses with TAFTA in Brisbane, mm-hmm. and then June I moved back and did the 2018 full time course with TAFTA. And how did you find that? Like, did you? Were you just like immer- like putting yourself in it completely or were you kind of hesitant a little bit at the beginning? Well, to be honest, mm. acting was a big challenge for me. Like the last time I was in front of a camera was when I was modelling and I was only in my early 20s at that stage. So I'd flipped from being in front of the camera to behind the camera. Yeah. And I felt comfortable there. I, I wasn't seen. I was, you know, I was hidden away behind the camera. So to have acting to me was a massive challenge because I was willing to put myself back out there in front of the camera again yeah. and, and to actually discover who I was again. Over, over the years, I'd sort of lost who I was as yeah. a person and, and didn't really know my, my direction. I'd done a lot of um, study and I've got a lot of diplomas under my belt. Mm. So, but they're always behind the scenes. So yeah. to actually do that and take up acting, it was a very big challenge. And I did have a lot of help from John. Um, he, he was very encouraging and, and very, you know, oh, you can do this, you're marketable, you, you know, you're able to, to do all these challenges. And I, I really appreciated his support in, in everything that I'd done. And, and because coming into the industry, I always had backup. So I, I've got a diploma in fashion design, so I can always go to the costume side. Yeah. I've got diplomas in photography. I can also go to DOP or, um, you know, photography side or promotions. Or mm. So I always knew whichever avenue I would take in the film and television industry, yeah. I, could, I could achieve it either in front or behind the camera, but I was willing to risk less, risk who I was as a person and challenge myself and put myself in front of the camera. So Yeah, that's awesome. What was your, I know it was a while ago now, but what would you say your like the most positive thing that you got out of doing the 20-week course and the most, um, the hardest thing that you had to um, overcome doing that? So my most favourite thing? Yeah, most positive thing that you kind of... I came out of with that yeah. is um, finding a character. Mm-hmm. You know, you go through life with all these different masks on. Like through my life, I have been a lot of characters. Mm. Like my life has been a challenge all the way through and and, and so inspiring and, and so... Um, Let's just say I've had fun living my life. I've done yeah. a, lot of, a lot of things. So to now find a character that I can tell a story about mm. or tell their story is very inspiring and positive for me. And I had a lot of different teachers. 
yeah. in, in Canada in the first, first part of my studying who taught me how to find the story and a character within a person. Um, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that part of it. Um, my most challenging part was to find my voice mm. again. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, if people say that the acting career is easy, they obviously haven't done it. Yeah. <laughs> because 100%. to find your voice and to find someone else's voice through you is probably one of the most challenging and inspiring and and welcoming part of acting I I like yeah well I think people that say it's easy is because they're looking at the finished product they're looking like like with Meryl Streep like we look at her at her movies as when they're finished but I'm sure during that process I mean I'm sure she's like a a pro now but during the process of developing her characters maybe more in her earlier her earlier days she probably like struggled just as much as anyone to like you know to find that character and to get to the root of those that character's flaws and positive things about that character like I'm sure she's a pro now and has her technique down pat but you never ever see the actor in the middle of their process. You see the actor at the end of their process because you're watching the film that they've made and that's a complete film or a complete TV show. So I think, yeah, I think you just, you never see the behind the scenes. That's why people just be like, oh, it's so easy. Like I could just do that. But like, it's not that simple. No, there's there's a lot of, if, if what I've learned in the last couple of years is there's a lot of work to be done to find yeah. the depth and the layers and the, and everything a character needs to have to tell the tell that story right and to tell it in a human way i think is the most um, profound thing you know it's it's easy to tell a story but if you tell a story without the depth and the the quality that a person brings to every story like everybody in this whole world has their own story and their own qualities to that story and i think doing the process and and learning all the little steps and the little intricacies that a person carries that's that's the important part of being an actor and um and that to me Mm -hmm. I'm still working on and like I say I've only been doing it now five years so I have a long way to go um, in finding these things out and how to accomplish them and how to tell that story in the most authentic and, and unique way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, like, what would you say, I guess, because I'm sure, like, did you have trouble kind of adjusting to being in front of the camera and kind of starting this whole new different path? Did you have trouble adjusting to that and believing that you could do it or do you know what I mean? Like if you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I think we all stand on shaky ground when it comes to that sort of yeah. um, scrutiny. You know, uh, you've got to, everybody has an opinion and an assumption on some, on everybody else. So mm. it, it's, it's whether you have the courage to say, okay, I accept everybody's views on me and mm. I take them on board, but they're not important to me. What important, what's important to me is me 
and how I perceive myself and how I walk myself through my life. Um, yeah, exactly. I think what- I I think I realized that like just recently as well. I mean, I I keep seeing everywhere. I don't know if it's like some weird sign, but I keep seeing people say like other people's opinions of you and what you're doing is none of your business because at the end of the day like you're you and what they think of you is none of your business because it doesn't matter like it doesn't really matter like what because it's your life and you've got to focus on what's good for you so whatever other people are saying it's really none of your business because unless someone's telling you that they're saying that you don't really know so it's not do you know what I mean it's if they're saying it in the privacy of their own home it's none of your business like whatever they're saying so I think I think that helps a lot when you like put it in that perspective because Absolutely. whatever you're doing, it's, you know, you got to focus on that. You. Yeah. Worry about you. Worry about how you treat people, how you present yourself to the world and how you are in a situation that's, that you can, you can um, put yourself in situations that you can control your reactions, your way of, um, discovering things in this world and whatever anybody else thinks it's it's here nor there it's 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 nothing really you're the most important person if if you look after yourself and treat yourself right everything else falls into place for you and everybody else around you it's it's yeah exactly and what are you were you always intrigued about the acting side or did you kind of just go along your path and then this just I was raised in a film and television household. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's always been there for me. Yeah. It's, it's been a very important part of my mother's life. It's been an important part of my family's life. Uh, we're all artistic. I guess I have five brothers. Wow. And we've all got our own artistic style and abilities. Mm-hmm. Um so where we've grown up with musicals and, and theatre and television and, um, yeah, that was, that was always my life. Um, yeah. So I didn't really know anything, anything different. So to actually then now be sitting in Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. um, actually doing this career, Crazy. I wish so much that I could just ring my mum up and tell her what I'm doing because... Yeah, my mum yeah. would have been the most supportive and so excitable person on the earth to actually tell that I'm actually doing this now. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that would be my my only thing that to be able it's to tell my mum and my auntie yeah. that I'm doing exactly what their passion was in life, and to be honest, crushing it. You know, it's it's like I'm proud of where I'm sitting at the moment. I'm proud of what I've done in the last five years. Yeah, um, definitely. And so you should. I mean, to like to, 2018 is not, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, like five years ago or whatever, but it's still, it's still an accomplishment when you're, you know, you're well established in one country and then you kind of go to a, diff- a completely different part of the world and you you set up there and it's it's exciting which is kind of what I want to get into because it's it's amazing to see what you've actually been able to set up in LA 
and um, which I hope this doesn't come off as offensive, but your age, you know, like it's an inspiring thing because you've you've just you've just done this, and some women your age wouldn't have the wouldn't want to take the risk, but 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 if they see someone like you taking that risk and changing your life completely and actually taking a hold of what's important to you, to them, it, it can be like completely life-changing. So I just wanted to know like why you decided to just pack up and go to LA and how how's it going for you? Like what what have been your struggles and your like your struggles so far I guess I kind of want to know the struggles um, (laughs) because I feel like people need to hear um you know what what they're in for I guess and kind of decide where they want to what they want to do whether they want to like hold on and go for it or kind of do what kind of help fits for them but I think it's super inspiring and you know, I never know who listens to this. Obviously, I don't know. I know my like gen- general de- target audience and demographic people, like demographic audience that are listening to this. But I, you know, I always have those unique listeners. So I, I want to make sure that we're covering all ages, and I'm not covering just that small amount of uh, ages. So yeah, it's, yeah it's, younger ones coming into the business, whereas. Yeah, whereas yours is a completely different view because you've lived yeah. you've lived a long life. You've lived and you you've had experiences more experiences than me or and say like an 18-year-old. So it's a completely different view of how you actually view packing up and leaving. It's a very it's a very different thing and can be daunting for some people. Yeah, I guess <clears throat> my perspective, I've I've well, first I had a career, then I got married and raised a family. I then lived um, with a lot of sickness for a long while. Oh, wow, yeah. And then all of a sudden I, I started getting well and I started to change my perspective on life, I guess. It, mm. It's like why, why would I be sitting in a place where I wasn't achieving my goals, where I could, whereas I, if I just took a leap of faith, mm. I, is a lot of things I do. I've done that a lot in my life. I've taken leaps of faith a lot yeah. of times. Um, and I guess because acting was put in my lap, mm. so um, I decided I would, I would take another leap of faith and I would... Um, discover this world like why not try and challenge yourself in any aspect that you can doesn't matter how old you are in life Mm. I think what keeps you young is challenging yourself and and putting yourself in situations that are not familiar to you and out of your comfort zone and the only thing that can come from that is pure joy and 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 achievement and accomplishments and so yeah, by, by me having a change of life, mm. um, I, guess, I guess the real foundation was the fact that I was made redundant. So when, when you're made redundant, you then start to value what do you want in life. Yeah. Like, so if you've raised your family and you've done all of that, you have your children, 
and you go, okay, so now what's left for me in life? You know, I can either sit here in my armchair and watch television for Mm. the rest of my life or I can actually get out, have a go at it and be on television, maybe changing somebody else's life by telling a story that that they may need to hear at that particular time. So for me to do that at this this time in my life, I think Mm. I was encouraged. I was backed up by a lot of people that supported me, which was ever so important. Um, And and one of the main main people when I came into this business was John, but then Mm. I met John's daughter, Jessica, Mm. and she just saw something in me I guess I didn't see and had faith in me. Yeah, and and she was there every time that I needed someone to just bounce off, you know. Oh dear, I can't do this, and she'd be going, "What the hell? Just shut up and do it." Yeah, you know? and it's like, okay, yes, I can do this. So when when you have people like that standing behind you, you feel like sometimes you could conquer the world because you've got the support system behind you and the people behind you, and and every time I feel like I may be like oh, am I not doing this the right way or I am I, why is this happening to me? You know, um, I always have my little support system here in LA that's like, oh, come on, you know, put your big girl pants on and pull them up and keep yeah. going. You know? What's been kind of, um, yeah, what's been your biggest struggle over there? Like uh, setting up, okay, so it's, it's, um, like I say, I've got the support of After and Jess and Robbie and mm. they decided they would employ me. So yeah. I, I, come to, um, I come to the company with a lot of skills, not just doing acting. I come with a lot of other skills. Yeah. So I've, I've been um, employed over here. So by having a sponsor, I can stay. And I'm in the middle of visa transfers. So that's a little bit of a... It's not, it's not a difficult, difficult pro- process. It's just a process that takes time. And I will have to admit that one of my biggest downfalls would be patience. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a lot of people's downfall, patience. I mean, I know that that's mine. I just need to yeah, keep pushing past it. Times, you know, it's like, God, come on. Uh, you know, and then yeah. there was things like setting up bank accounts Well, you know, when you go to a bank six times and they're shut every time and it's like, what? What's going on here? What is the universe trying to tell me? So then I walk yeah. metres down the road and get a bank account at another bank. So yeah. I think it's just not having tunnel vision, I think, is, is a good way of saying if you want to pick up roots and move somewhere, have a broad outlook and a wide view on life. Yeah. Because yeah. you never know... When one step gets a little hard, you just have to turn around and you'll find that there'll be no obstacles yeah. in, in another direction. So if, if there was anything, um, to me, my story is probably fairly good um, mm. when it comes to moving here. I have the support system. I have a community. I have a job. I, I have um, financial um, security at the moment. I've... Um, I've been very blessed to be able to get my own apartment. Um, just, just the little obstacles of setting up 
you know, like. Yeah, and it's good for someone to hear that. That's, (laughs) that is a lot, like, that isn't a young, you know, a younger, like a young teenager or a young adult. usually (laughs) yeah and it's good that you are like you have had that experience though as well because like you've also I'm sure like during your setting up and things you had like a few a few down moments and you've had your down moments because that's just normal for everyone so Um, when you're tapping into a cold shower for two months because you've got no gas on yeah that's a down moment that is a down moment it's a down moment it's like uh oh here we go another freezing yeah. cold and it's like and it's a different i mean we're, it's still a western you know society and things so it's not too much of a culture cultural difference but there is there is also other things in america that you're like to yourself what the hell like what's going on yeah. like um yeah. and and you don't and if you don't have you have that support system and if you know, a lot of people might not have that same kind of experience, but you can only talk on your experience and what and what it's Absolutely. been like for you. And, and I am generally a po- positive person. You are. So very I, I will always look at the positive side of something rather than the negative side. So what did I learn from having cold showers for two months every day? I learned that it gets you awake and you can move around a lot quicker afterwards. <laughs> you can. So, a cold shower is good sometimes. <laughs> I don't know about every day because I'm such a, like, warm, like, I especially in yeah. winter. But well, it was summer, winter here so. when I was, well, no, it was winter here when I was going through it. So Oh, um, no. Oh, no. I got the gas on come summer when the, when the water, you know, when everything started heating up. So, but it's now, also like it's it's also like those are the things that you need to kind of realize yeah. that that's probably not that's probably not what would have happened to you if you were still in Melbourne. Well, and if I was still in Australia, I I would have still been very pampered because I think I've had a very pampered life. You yeah. know, I've I've had um, you know I had a long marriage that I sort of did okay with. I, I've got a great family. Um, yeah, I've, I've got brothers that will stand up and look after me. So if I if I need a place to stay, I have family that will go come and stay with me. So I'm very, I guess I'm very blessed in that respect. So yeah. coming to America and starting all up over again, mm. um, I think I probably really did rely on that support system a bit. Yeah. Um, but you, you need know, to rely on that support you need system. To rely on some people, yeah, mm-hmm. it, and I, that was another lesson I had to learn here was to actually accept people's help. Yeah. So because I'd had a life of having to look after myself, even through my marriage, I had to look after myself a lot. Mm. I, I got to a point where I never needed anybody's help. Yeah. It was like, yeah. that's fine, you know, um, until I sold up my house and then it was like, ah, family. But then their family and I would ask my brothers to do anything and my brothers would do it. So I, I never had that, that worry, though, coming here, you're asking people that are like family, mm. though they're not family. And, and it's like, oh, should I ask them? Should I ask them? Yeah. You have that you have that thing, like it's, it's like with your friends or whatever, you might need like a hand and you're like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but on people you know yeah of course but you know what like you're in a different country 
you're like you're just getting yourself set up like you you need that help and without asking for that help you're never going to get the answer it's just like the industry if you don't go for it if you don't ask the person something you want to ask them you're not going to know you're just going to you're going to think you know you're just going to get that the silence exactly and like if a no is never a no like a no is another opportunity i believe so in whatever and whatever if someone says no to you you're just going to go to the next person and ask and if they say yes then there you go that's your that's your new opportunity so it's yeah I think it's it's important to to in the beginnings and whenever you need to lean on people that you know are there for you and are going to help you through yeah so I think no matter what you have to just use those support systems and you know keep them there because you're gonna need it but I also feel like when I was there I um didn't venture out enough so have you been kind of venturing out how how have you been meeting new people are you at that stage yet or not really oh yeah absolutely yes I there's one thing about me I never plant myself I'm yeah. always, the, the best way for me when I move to a place is to actually first walk around the place so I get my bearings and my, um, you know, get myself sorted in the area and then I join groups or I, I meet people or I, I generally put myself out there a mm-hmm. lot. Um, it's, it's always been my way ever since I was a little kid, I, you know. I, I tend to do that. So, yes, I, <clears throat> I've started darkroom courses and I've done the CFC challenge and oh, I'm part oh, of um, a couple other acting classes through AFTA. Uh, yeah, nice. I, um, I've got a, another position where I go and help a producer out once a week in another area in Santa Monica. So that gets me out on the um, subway like I don't own a car yet, so I travel by metro wherever yeah. I go. But that's that's a really good experience. And I tell you what, I meet people on there and I talk to them and yeah. I, yeah, you look, love it. You're you're very much I uh, do. You're a go, I'm you're very, just a you're just like <laughs> you are, you are, you very much are, which is so good to hear that you're doing like things outside of your comfort zone as well and outside of your comfort people, you're meeting other others because I just feel like I didn't I didn't do that I didn't do that I don't I don't know why like I met people but not probably not not enough like I didn't really venture out to meet that many Americans and I and I think like I'm learning from what you're doing that like next time I go like I want to do that stuff I want to go to different acting classes and be in acting classes with like Americans because I feel like that's the next challenge I feel like you know, and dancing classes, yeah. classes, like, yeah, just, I, I'm just doing lots of different other, because sure. I always have a view in life that you should have a broader, you should always have your single focus on where you want to go and what you want to do. Mm. And of course, mine is a working actor. It's, that's very simple, working actor here yeah. in Los Angeles. Though so I don't put blinkers on. So I don't say this is the path I need to go on blinkers this way. I have a wider view. I take the blinkers off and it's like, well, 
I might get to acting through dancing, I might get to acting through darkroom, uh, being part of CFC challenge, being part of Fringe Festival. Mm. Uh, there's all different ways to get where you want to go in life. And I find the more broader my aspect on what I do, the more I seem to achieve the goal I want to achieve in the end, if that sounds you know. Exactly. Um, and what what's like one piece of advice you would give to someone, you know, who's quite settled in their ways in Australia what, and kind of doesn't know where they're going next? I would say more to, yeah, like what, what's your piece of advice, you know, like any age, because I feel like it's, it's, it tailors to any age. I guess you could be in your early 20s and be settled in Australia. Whether you're five or a hundred, I think it always boils down to sit and think, what do you really want out of life? Yeah. You know, that the, what what is that one passionate thing that you really desire in life? And then go, well, how do I get it? Am I going to get it by sitting here, you know, doing nothing? Or am I going to get it by meeting people or, or putting my foot out, you know, and doing something unusual or, or doing something different? So I... My advice to everyone is to really look at your life and mm. go, what is my biggest passion in life? Yeah. Um, mine is creativity. It, it's always been create creativity and it'll probably always be creativity. Yeah. Um, I think there's I can never get away from that. And if I'm not creating, I'm not me. Yeah. So um, exactly. And I've a few times where I stopped doing that and it's just something strange. I just don't feel right. So mm. And then do something that puts you out of that comfort zone, like take a class. Mm. All I did was I answered an ad on a Facebook message Mm. that changed my whole entire life by meeting meeting my manager. So it's, it's like just do one thing because all you have to do is do one thing and the universe will support you in that. Exactly. And And, and, what... how it'll flow and take you to another another uh, an, another path or, or an, another situation that will then change that situation and it just becomes like a, a kick-on process then because it's yeah. like a domino effect one. absolutely a domino effect that's the word I was looking for <laughs> I've got you I've got you don't worry yeah. um so yeah. what's next for you like where where what's What's next? Like, say, you know, in the next couple of months or to the next year, what do you hope? Where do you hope to be? What do you hope to be doing? Well, for my visa, I'm here for two years. So, plus more. My aim is now to live in Los Angeles and to be a part of the film and television industry. Uh, in the next couple of months, we have um, the Actors Conservatory going here in Los Angeles. So uh, today and tomorrow, we have like nearly 20 students coming in from Australia that I will be helping to look after and mm. and get classes organised for them and doing everything I can possibly do there. Uh I will be taking some more classes myself because I always feel like you need to be in training in this business. Yeah. It's it's not a do it once, you've got it sort of um, industry to be in. You need to be constantly honing in on your skills and, 
and being more adaptable in the industry. So my aim is to do some more classes within the next couple of months to enhance on that. I have a showcase coming up from one of the classes I did just recently finished. So we've got that coming up in August. So I'm really excited for that one. I actually yeah, get yeah. to perform on stage for that one. So that that's something to really look forward to. Uh, just advancing, just keep going. Just yeah. keep putting myself in in different scenarios and different um, getting myself out of my comfort zone more and pushing more to to being a part more of the industry. Um, getting a manager would be nice. I'd like yeah. to um, put it out in. there, Sue's put it out there. You've got Maybe, this. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Maybe even getting a car and driving, you know. Who knows? Something just setting up, setting, just finishing the setup. Yeah, consider continue getting my foot in here and Mm. helping all the others that are coming in the next couple of days to to settle in here and and help them with settling down here in Los Angeles for the next six months as well. So um, yeah, amazing plan. Oh, look, I never stop. So it's it's. You don't. It's so inspiring to see. And you know what? Like whoever is listening to this, like they're going to take something from it. They're going to be like, well, you know, there's, there's never, there's never, there's never, there's never anything wrong with taking risks and going for what you want, you know, because it's up to you how much, how much you make of it, what you do um, when you're taking that risk. It's up to you how it goes because you're in control of your life and your opportunities. And, yeah, like I said before, I know a no is never a no. It's always another opportunity. So if you say no to yourself, you're you're not going to have that opportunity. If you say no to going somewhere where you really want to go because you feel pressured to be in one place, then... That's you saying no to you and no one and no one if you say no to you, no one else is going to give you an opportunity. You have to say yes to going and and just taking that risk, taking that leap of faith, because you just never know. And you're doing you're doing amazing things, you know. You you've had new opportunities being brought to you just by you saying yes to going to LA and to changing your life. So I think it's super important that people know that and that people listen to that. Because Absolutely. yeah, my, my most favorite saying is, "I never lose. I either win or I learn." Yeah, exactly. So that, and age is just a number, and you've proven yeah. that. You've proven that age oh, is just a number. Age is just definitely just a, a digit, number. two digits yeah. that tell you how old you are, but it doesn't. It doesn't tell you your spirit anything or else. your to get up and live, um, or just your youthfulness. <clears throat> In your attitude to life. Exactly. I think that that's how you should look at life. Always look at life with a useful attitude. Um, I think so. And, I think that's the smile. best way. I'll tell you what, a smile gets you a long way here in LA. <laughs> exactly. You're such a positive person and you have, you're a positive person, but you have so many layers to you. And, you know, we've spoken and stuff like that. And there's things that I never knew about your life and discovered when, you spoke to me about them and I think it's super inspiring and just, yeah, you just get to keep going, keep pushing and hopefully I will be joining you next year in LA. Oh, absolutely. Come on. At some, at some point, at some point, you know, but we all, we all have our journeys and we all have to go on them and 
exactly to we get all have to our- get to get to we need where we need to get to the ultimate of where we want to be so yeah hopefully Zoe patience I know exactly it's the hardest thing it is the hardest thing it's big word for me patience patience is the hardest thing it's something that you need to learn and yeah it's never going to be it's never going to be perfect I mean seriously when there's a line out the door when they're and you want to get to somewhere quicker, you can't. When there's traffic on the road, can't. You have to be patient. So it's... <laughs> Though I tell you what, there's nothing wrong with the metro. I, I, have I didn't do the metro. See, you are you are a lot better than no. me. I didn't do the metro. I wasted my money on Uber, which was just the worst thing ever. <laughs> I got to meet some really nice people on, on, on uh, metro. Yeah. It's, it's a good experience. It's where you see the heart of a city. I think so too and And even if you work in like I think the best thing for me when I worked in like Starbucks and things because it was like I got I got to know like people that are just working class Americans I got to know them and know their culture and know what they their struggles are with their work and you know you you just start to see things in a whole different way when you just venture out into other kind of other ways of learning the culture even traveling around Australia was the same. Like I've done a lot of mileage around Australia in my car mm-hmm. and I've met a lot of different people on different levels in, in Australia as well. And everyone is so interesting. Everyone has yeah. a story. Everybody's so interesting and I love it. And I think that's why I love this industry so much because I can tell those people's stories now. And exactly. I can do it in a grounded a grounded way Um that was one of the big things I learned coming into this into this industry was to be grounded. Yeah, um, without I, a doubt. And a lot of the times we aren't grounded. A lot of the times we are thinking about a hundred million different things yes. at once, and we're not really sitting down and actually taking the time to just breathe first and to just take it all in and and allow ourselves to just live in that moment. We're not. We're never. Very rarely are you living in the moment, but um, I think. I'm learning that one as well. I'm learning that one as well. I, I've still yeah. got a lot of lessons to learn. And we've still got a lot of things to learn, but we all have a lot of things to learn as well. And I think you yeah, are a very valuable, you are the perfect. very valuable player in this in this, in this this industry. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've, I've got my path that I'm, I'm meant to do in this industry and I'm really looking forward to it. To walking it yeah 100% you are already walking that Susie not I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm looking forward you are we only manifest on this podcast so you are already walking it I am um, already walking it absolutely I'm a great manifester exactly you and you you're doing you're doing amazing things like I said and I think yeah you just keep going and I hope that you know this podcast episode just really helps someone that needs that push because sometimes we do need a push. Yeah, yes, just just take one step. Just take one step towards your dream and you'll be surprised at where it takes you. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, and honestly, I wish you the best of luck in LA and hopefully I will be there next year to join you and be a part of all the fun because... The 20 students that are going this year, I'm having a bit of FOMO at the moment. So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get rid of that FOMO and understand that I have 
been there and I'm working towards getting there. So, you know, it's yeah, just hard to do. So exactly. there's a reason for everything. Exactly. There is. But yes, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see what you do next and excited to see where you go. So yeah, oh, it's you. exciting. Yes, it is very exciting. I'm, I'm very, very pumped to be so where I am. exciting. Well, thank you so much, Susie. And yeah, we'll, I'm sure we're going to talk plenty. But yes, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can find us on whatever podcast platform you use. And whilst you're there, please leave us a comment, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you.